0: All right, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. This is Concession impression. This, I'm trying to do like a riff on... uh Was that like Welcome to My Crib kind of thing, right? You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is this, is this a good intro? Or is this terrible? Am I doing Go terrible? for it. Let's do it. Welcome to Concession Impressions, our crib. My name is michelangelo i am the host and i'm joined with my uh all-time film hype man chase me me that's me okay hi gotta hype me up right now chase hype me up i I don't know how to do that sorry (laughs) wow the whitest guy ever (laughs) pretty much
1: (laughs) i'm surprised the reviews on this are terrible
0: (laughs) what an intro dude (laughs) (laughs) I know.
1: <laughs> Welcome to my review. The reviews for this movie is terrible. I I mean, okay. Well, my I, review isn't terrible for this. I really
0: enjoyed it. Okay, wait, hold on. This is the podcast where we watch a film and we immediately give our our thoughts, our reviews, our concession impressions of that movie. Today's episode is the 2023 movie. House Party, which is a remake of the nineteen ninety movie of the same name.
1: Well, there's like the, four or
0: five of them. Yeah. True, yes. Um do you did you know that this was a remake? I did, yes.
1: But oh. I didn't know going into it. I found that out a couple days after watching it.
0: I also figured out after watching it. Like we said, we mentioned this this one also in our prediction episode, so go check that out. <laughs>
1: Clearly very wrong on um. my end. <laughs>
0: Uh, you voted for this one uh, as your as you as the funniest movie of the year. I well, I, I don't know if I would have said funniest, but I said
1: best comedy of the year. Sure, because I really comedy. enjoyed it. I was living on the high. Um,
0: <laughs> this is a film that is the screenplay is written by Stephen Glover, um,
1: brother of Donald Glover, so, co writer of many. Uh, co-writer and just head writer i think of many of the atlanta episodes
0: we were both really curious about this film and i was going to put this down to my spot but i kind of wasn't too sure i wasn't too confident and i ended up choosing a different film but let's jump into it let's jump into our review sure this film is about two friends who kevin and
1: damon young and broke and they're both trying to hustle and make it big and make it to become wealthy or at least secure but they're both immature and have things they need to learn before they can do that. They come across a house uh, in their day job. They're both house cleaners and it happens to be LeBron James's house and they decide the best thing they could do for reaching their career goals is to throw a house party in LeBron James's house and invite all of the people on his his email list and then shenanigans ensue, both predictable and not so predictable. <laughs> Have you I seen think... any of the original ones? Because I I'm familiar with them, but I haven't actually seen any of them.
0: I watched a little bit of the first one from the how much I watched of it. They were young. They're like kids. They're like high school students. Got it. They're not like adults. So the, this one, there's like heavy drinking. They're doing drugs and different things like that, right? So definitely, yeah, this one's more of like a... I think this one's more definitely an adult movie, right? More you know, adult yeah, oriented. Definitely, and, and I think it's
1: more L.A. ish. If you spent any amount of time in L.A., you know these people.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Also heavily basketball themed, obviously. Yeah. I guess because LeBron yeah. James is a producer and he's in it, and it takes place at his house. His House, You know, a lot of the jokes in the film were like oriented at basketball, at, at Bron James's career and other Lakers players. A lot of those jokes, I will be honest with you, went right over my head. I'm not a big basketball person in general, and I know very little about basketball, the Lakers and LeBron James's career as a whole.
1: I missed about 50 percent of them. But the ones that were specifically about Cleveland, I I loved because I went to college in Cleveland. So I do know some of those some of those inside jokes about, you know, his second, third home city you know all the philanthropy stuff that he does in in cleveland uh and jokes about that and stuff like that so like there were there were jokes that i i did catch so it was working for me on that end and there were jokes i didn't catch that were like the more sports specific
0: but even then some of them even though they were kind of like went over my head a little bit i still thought that a lot of them were still kind of funny and i'm like oh okay i kind of understand the joke even though i don't like if i really understood the situation i thought maybe it would have been like a hilarious joke but Mm -hmm. not knowing it at all i was like oh haha okay that's i can see how what they're kind of what the joke's trying to do. Now, I will say that going into it a little more, I found the movie was completely ridiculous. It was like a, like a satirical, like airplane-esque type film. It was
1: more on that end, which I really appreciated.
0: Yes, and actually, especially going into using a five-act structure, in the third act, they go off to the Illuminati party. I that was that wild. I don't know. That was like such a turn that I just was not expecting and was such a fun, like random thing uh, yeah
1: i enjoyed the whole kid Cudi arc everything yeah, about it
0: <laughs> that was great i thought that was really fun i think there was a lot of kind of fun moments and if it felt atlanta the movie but more satire and less serious
1: yeah i think it's less dark it's less cynical Don't atlanta is so cynical at times
0: yeah exactly i feel like a lot of comedy movies feel like there's like skits scene skits and they're different skits strung together to make a movie i feel like this one didn't really feel like that it felt like it's a complete story like a satire a satirical story that had just funny jokes thrown in there now i yeah. do think that some of the jokes kind of got old in terms of like okay you have a few jabs at you know LeBron James or the Lakers or things like that but you know it's kind of like oh the whole film is kind of like here's all these LA jokes here's all these like baseball not baseball basketball jokes (laughs) there's one baseball joke sports jokes like the rapper jokes it's kind of the same joke almost throughout the film sure they're funny but I felt like there's moments that kind of just felt like okay I just I don't know if I should laugh again because I kind of just laughed to that joke just like two minutes ago
1: I I I think it might have worked a little better for me because I I was just kind of in it having a good time for me like comedies are kind of weird as far as like narrative goes usually I don't want like an overly complicated premise for a comedy I tend to prefer the more like airplane model where it's like here's an absurd situation and then we're gonna like poke fun at it in every different conceivable angle. And I feel like this movie was more in that vein of, we're going to take this one absurd situation, this house party at LeBron James's house, secret house party. And we're going to show you everything ridiculous and stupid that could possibly happen. And I feel like they pretty much did there. Maybe there were some things that they could have done. Like, I feel like there were maybe some set pieces or something that could have gone even crazier at the party instead of having kind of all the most crazy things happen at the Illuminati party <laughs> that wasn't at the house. Uh, but even That's that true. made like, I really enjoyed the whole Illuminati thing. So I was just entertained. You know, I, I don't necessarily feel like I need to, uh, weirdly, this is a, a standard that really only applies to comedy movies, as far as my tastes go, because normally I do, I do want to think about something when I leave the theater, right? I want to have kind of a thought-provoking moment or something. Something interesting to hold on to after the movie ends. This movie isn't really that. It's just kind of a good time.
0: No, yeah, I agree. And I think it it was a good time. And I think I'm maybe it sounds like I'm being a little too harsh, mainly because we were considering this movie to be, you know, contender for best comedy film of the year. Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of that, I'm saying like sure. a little disappointed or... I'm kind of glad I didn't vote for it because I don't think it. I think there might be other films coming out this year that could be more con, like a better contender for best comedy film of the year. But I think I still had a great time in this film, and yeah, I think it was good. And I think you're right. And I think the problem I had with it was that the party itself—they were like always like saying that, like, oh, um, um, especially like Kevin's character kept saying, like, oh, the party's is go, like going crazy, like all this bad stuff's happening. Nothing really too crazy happened at that party. You know, just like regular normal party stuff was happening. Mm -hmm. The crazy, crazy stuff was happening at the Illuminati Illuminati party. Maybe a little bit more stakes in terms of like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, you know, know, airplane-esque, like everyone gets sick and they're about to crash and... You know like everything's going wrong and it's still kind of funny and it's like how is it going to happen it could have gone crazier at the party itself
1: airplane is just so absurd like the jokes are are beyond stupid or they are like pure visual gags and for, for whatever reason movies have kind of not kept up that tradition and so even this movie isn't nearly as crazy or visually comedic as as airplane and this movie has a little bit of that like i think there were some fun mo- fun moments where they were like in the illuminati i thought there were some fun background moments where it's just they're they're just making fun of some really really deep cuts of pop culture and then when they first arrive at lebron james's house there are some funny moments like the couch reinflating itself his hologram that talks to himself and pumps him up the mysterious white powder that we <laughs> learn later isn't cocaine you know there's some good there are some good ideas all throughout the movie better than i would say the average comedy film has been for the last at least decade
0: i totally agree the thing is like i feel like i would want more of it like i think some of that more ridiculous like there's moments you're too greedy
1: no i'm kidding i agree but i think no i I agree more
0: more is better (laughs) an enjoyable movie but just okay and also I, i don't know what i feel about lebron james's part of it
1: i i enjoyed it actually i thought it was fun
0: I I liked how he was the hologram and, like, him as a character that never really shows up in the first, like, you know, most of the film. Mm -hmm. I think that was great. I think the moment he showed up for real, I think it just kind of, I didn't like it anymore. Got it. I just think that LeBron James is, he's, sure, a good basketball player, not a good actor.
1: This wasn't really an acting role. He's playing himself. I guess. To spoil too much, I suppose. All that happens in the end is he beats Damon I think it is uh, in a some basketball game. Oops. No,
0: it was just like a it was just one on one basketball to first to 11 I think. But I think like <laughs> even when he's like my house or like anything sure the basketball moment with him shooting and playing basketball sure i mean that's his thing right he likes to play basketball so that's was, fine but i think like i did enjoy that scene he with like him called playing the piano, them. <laughs> i thought that was funny yeah i mean that's that's great i think it was like a moment of yeah that's exactly what you would do and like that's what happened and it's kind of like a funny and unex- not unexpected like you're, you're throughout the film you're thinking like how are they going to pull this off like there's so many things going wrong like he's definitely gonna figure out that this is this party happened right like I'm wondering if it's like oh His cameras actually were not turned off, and he just saw everything, and they were caught or something like that. But Mm -hmm. it's just like, oh, he shows up and he just calls the police. It's it's kind of like a a thing. It's like, okay, obviously that's going to happen, but was a funny kind of twist in a way. I just think that his acting was not really good, and also the part where he like reads the letter and he's like sad and he plays piano is like such a cringy scene, like. (laughs) It looks so fake and it just feels like they were scared to talk to him and tell us, say, like, hey LeBron, can you act better? I, I don't know.
1: I kind of thought it was funny. I thought it like I thought it was an intentionally stupid gag. Like I mean it, it feels like something <laughs> Especially especially after giving him the Kid Cuddy poem that is just for his eyes only. <laughs> I don't know. I
0: enjoyed it. Maybe I didn't enjoy it as we we can agree to disagree. (laughs) But it seems like we both enjoyed this film. Just varied levels of enjoyment for this film.
1: For me, I was I was down to just at least in that moment to have like a couple hours of just joke after joke, and there were enough jokes that I was like fine throughout it. Because that's another thing with a lot of modern comedies. I feel like there's all the jokes are either spoken jokes. Really, that's it. They're just all spoken. You know, they're all character dialogue jokes. And you can't really fit enough jokes into a scene with just character dialogue. And it gets like boring. This movie at least varied it up a little bit and, you know, varied the situations up a little bit. They had character based humor they had pop culture humor they had visual gags they had lots of little things that kind of were fun and playful maybe not as playful as i would love i would love to see a return of the like airplane level of of committed stupidity but you know this was at least more on that
0: line that is true i i do really hope that i mean airplane is one of my favorite comedies of all time so i think i would love to go back to that kind of level of stupidity in a film i think this does a really good job though and i think what i really like with this film specifically is that the trailer is really well done yes Where I feel like the problem for comedy trailers is that they they say like they throw in all the best jokes in the trailer and when you go watch the film you've already watched all the best jokes and you're just kind of like well I guess I just watched a longer version of those scenes that I already watched in the trailer. Mm -hmm. the best films, I mean, the best jokes in this film are not seen at all in the trailers. And I think that was great. That I think like, I wasn't expecting it to take such crazy turns, twists and turns throughout the film. And I think that a lot of the best jokes were in those parts where it took those big twists and turns. So I think in that case, I think the trailer did a great job.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the, the best trailers we're seeing now are the ones that just stick to setting up the premise. They don't go beyond the setup. They just tell you what the movie is going to be loosely about.
0: I guess my last question for you before I think I want to wrap up is, so what do you think of Stephen Glover as a writer for this, not including any of Donald Glover, including his brother in this project?
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting because I think this is the first time we've seen him on his own. I enjoyed it. I'd like to see him you know do a completely original project not a a reboot or a remake i'm curious to see what he does next he's a lot less cynical it seems than than donald
0: yeah i mean i that's the old, actually, another thing actually i was like when i heard that it was like a a reboot it kind of felt a little sad like he didn't couldn't not couldn't but more of like his abilities couldn't have been shown to its fullest because he's doing a remake rather than like an original story have you seen guava island but again, that's also with Donald Glover. I want to see something that's like only Stephen Glover. And I'm excited. I mean I'm I'm hoping that he continues to get more uh more work and I want to see what his stuff is. Cause I mean, Guava Island and and this film, House Party, are both good films. I, I mean, I wouldn't say they're like the best, but they're not like super disappointing. And I think like it gives it's in a an area where I, I'm curious to see what he can do next, and what he, how he improves, or how he um, continues his career. So I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree. I I think he's a good enough screenwriter that he could make really great films in his career. I think House Party it feels like a first, like first script out, which is a little weird considering he's been on one of the you know most famous TV shows for like the last three or four years. But I guess this is really his first feature length solo project so it sort of makes sense this was a pretty good first showing i think uh so i'm excited to see what he does next i agree with you i had one thought about how they could have linked up the illuminati part better with the house party part and it is slightly referencing barbarian what if all the stuff that took place in the illuminati section happened underneath the house and all the rich people's houses were all like interconnected and there was like a subterranean like illuminati tunnel system (laughs) so the house itself got weirder Instead of they left the house and went to a weirder place.
0: Like, hey, don't you know that all the famous people's houses are connected or all the Illuminati's houses are connected or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have been an an additional joke that would have been even funnier. I also wish that even though it's Donald Glover is not included in this, they had a lot of great music and a lot of like musical cameos. Donald Glover could have came in for one day, you know, been in some small cameo. And just like told a few jokes and just like played himself. I thought that would would have been hilarious.
1: What if they created a hologram character that was voiced by Donald Glover and Donald Glover was like all throughout the house voicing different things?
0: No, I think that's too much. I think just like a short cameo would have been great. I think that's I think that sounds like too much for okay. him to be going throughout it.
1: But I, I think maybe the reason I wanted him to be like slightly hidden is because I do I kinda like that it's like him stepping out away from his his brother's shadow a little bit.
0: That's true. I completely understand. And I think it's great that he he did do it. But I think just like in general I um You I just want to see more bit. of more of Donald. Real, like Snoop Dogg was there, you know, they had a lot of different rappers show up and different basketball players and athletes and different things like that, right? I just felt like it wouldn't have been too far-fetched for Stephen Glover to get his brother, Donald Glover, to show up for one day to to do a few jokes or some of that, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: What did you think of the cast? Because it's all unknowns, except for, like, the famous people that pop
0: up and random scenes. You know, I didn't mind it. I kind of felt like they did a pretty good job for like so being, too. For being unknowns, especially. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can see some limitations in terms of their acting. But I think in terms of like comedy and a lot of points, like there was only a few moments and a few scenes that I kind of really felt like these actors like felt limited or still young in their careers to have certain ranges, but mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it took out of the comedy or the satirical elements of the film. And I think that was, I think they, they everyone did great.
1: I like that they were unknown because it made them feel more real
0: somehow. That's true. And it also definitely goes with it. I mean, if it was like, I don't know, The Rock. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, The Rock cleaning up somebody's house. Could like, you imagine? It, it wouldn't
0: feel... You would just feel like, oh, it's the rock cleaning the house. Yeah, exactly. I think the two best actors in this were the the main guy
1: and his love interest. I thought she did really well.
0: I would agree with that.
1: righty. So, what is your concession impressions?
0: So, I think it's to me a little bit surprising, actually. But I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a hot dog.
1: That's where I thought you were going. I'm I'm unsurprised. Oh, okay.
0: I think it's hot dog, but it's like on the more closer to the border of hot dog and popcorn. Got it. It's like you got a hot dog and then your neighbor had some popcorn and you stole some of their popcorn throughout the film. But your primary thing was just the hot dog. I think that's how I feel about it. I think it could be better, but it was okay. It wasn't It wasn't a, like a Raisinette film for me. But yeah. What got about it. for you?
1: I, I think this was a popcorn for me. Like it wasn't amazing. I won't remember it in like five years or even next year but like I had a good time I enjoyed watching the characters go through their struggles and like come out better people so I enjoyed it yeah they, I mean no they had nice there. nice simple arcs and the jokes were largely pretty funny so I I was here for it
0: yeah hey I'm I'm the one who stole the popcorn from you I guess then I, I th- Think it's not the best comedy film of the year. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Maybe all the other comedy films coming out after this will be complete garbage. I, I think mean, it was comedies had a rough, but it still left me a little bit unsatisfied.
1: I, I sort of, I, I sort of think potentially it won't be the best comedy anymore. Having thought about it more, I don't know. I think this will be up there. I'll still be thinking about this probably for a couple
0: months. Hey, I mean. We'll see. We'll have to. We'll have to go back and check at the end of the year how it does.
1: I just think comedy, for some reason, has really failed at the box office. Uh, they've just they've not made good comedies for a long time. At least not pure comedies. There's been like like mixed movies, like like we talked about Megan being kind of part comedy.
0: Yeah, like a pure comedy movie.
1: Yeah, and I'm not sure why. I mean, they kind of got old and stale. Like there were the there were those movies like scary movie and superhero movie and whatever, where it was just like a a broad satire of an entire genre. And those are kind of what you were talking about, where it was like, oh, this is just a a series of short vignettes all strung together by a loose concept. Uh, And those those got pretty boring and repetitive. And the jokes were never that funny. They were all like they were so timely, like like the jokes were so based off of what was what was funny in the year prior to the release of that film.
0: They really feel dated to that right now.
1: The moment that they got released, they felt dated. But this one, this one feels a little more specific. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, so. I mean, I think like in a few years or, you know, next year, or even some of the jokes might feel a little dated, but we'll see. But Anyways, that's our concession impression on the film House Party. Let us know what you think you can message us on Instagram or Twitter at um, film cookbook and uh, we'll we'll excited to hear what you think bye bye till next time everyone bye